Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Create Brevity. This is your host, E-Director. And for this week's episode, I want to talk about manifesting a specific person, part two. Um, I had a lot of people, they had a lot of questions about the last podcast episode. You know, some people were curious about my own experience. And they were, they just had some general kind of how to, what techniques to use kind of type of questions. So I want to answer all of those for you. Uh, but before we begin, just a quick reminder that you can go to my website, www.createbrevity.com for one-on-one coaching and to check out my manifesting blog, which has lots of great tips and techniques on it as well. Um, and also, on a side note, I know you guys know that we do post these episodes on YouTube, but I also have just started a TikTok Okay, the TikTok is Create Brevity as well, so feel free to check that out as well if you're wanting some little short bits and bobs of content. Okay, enough of that. Um, Let's get to it. Uh, Let's get to specific people part two. So, how to manifest a specific person. Well, in the last one, you know, I go into a lot of detail about how manifesting a specific person is essentially exactly the same as manifesting anything. It's the same as manifesting health and it's the same as manifesting wealth. You know, you're using your conscious will, right? You're using your faith, your decision, right? Your ability to, your ability to stay the course, your ability to assume. You're going to take that and you're going to focus it on assuming a relationship the perfect relationship, the relationship of your dreams. And you are going to be so locked in, right? So tunchy, so to speak, right? Tuned in on this course of action, on this thought that you can't be swayed from it despite your 3D circumstances. And that is essentially how you manifest anything, okay? Now, people were asking me um, about specific tips and specific techniques. And the truth is, there really isn't anything that is specific necessarily to an SP. It's going to be different for everyone because people have different triggers and they have different things that they respond to based on their perspective. So if you manifested a free cup of coffee by scripting, you're probably going to be more apt to thinking that scripting works for you that scripting is something that you believe in and you're just going to script. If you are affirming all the time and that's working for you and you're having success with it, then your perspective is going to expand and you're going to start believing that affirming works really well for you. Okay. So I say treat manifesting like it's a lifestyle, right? Like it's a permanent way of living your life. Okay. You're not just going to get your SP and then cut and run. You're going to keep manifesting things because you're going to keep wanting things because you're a human being, right? Now, if you treat it as a lifestyle, then it it breaks up a lot of resistance because suddenly you don't have massive expectations on this SP. You're not living your life for this manifestation, and you're not living your life in a way to where your entire being is so focused on getting this one thing because that's a lot of resistance and a lot of pressure, 
So when you think of it as a lifestyle, when you think of it as a way of living your life, you allow yourself to think of it as practice. So all of these tips and techniques, you're essentially, you're practicing with them. You're learning, you're growing. And that frees up a lot of resistance. So try to think of it that way. I know it can be hard because for so many of my clients, so many of the people that I work with, they just, they're just wanting this one thing, right? But if you find yourself in a situation where this one thing is sort of defining your entire life, you need to focus a little bit more on why that is. Why is this one thing running your entire life? Why are you allowing this one thing to alter how you feel about yourself, to sort of define who you are as a person? Because the truth is nothing outside of you can really define you. Nothing outside of you can fix you, can claim you, right? Or free you. You have that choice within yourself, okay? What what we sort of realize when we allow ourselves, you know, time to practice, when we start experimenting with different techniques, when we find something that works for us, when we find something that we enjoy, is that we we really allow ourselves to understand that one, our journey is going to be different than everyone else's because we are so different from everyone else. You know, we're, we're so special. We are magical. We're bits of stardust. We all have our own amazing personalities. Okay. And with that comes different triggers. So what we get triggered by, what we respond to is different. So we're on our own journey. So not on anyone else's timeline, we're on ours. So we learned that. But then the other thing that we learned is that everything that we need, we can give it to ourselves. It's already there. It's already existing within our bodies, within our hearts. So we don't need anything anymore. We may want things and that's natural and normal, but we don't need it, right? Because we can define ourselves as happy without the money, without the SP, without the health. We can always choose to feel better about something regardless of what it looks like, okay? And I know that this this is hard sometimes because you've got your ego, you've got that voice in your head, you have past experience, and it's kind of beating down on you. But like we've discussed in other podcasts and on the blog, your brain is only telling you what it thinks it knows. It can only go by your past perspective and your past experience. It doesn't know any better. And you have to remind yourself of that, right? When you're having that sort of inner argument with yourself, you know what, I really want this, but I shouldn't want it because this, this, and that. Because in the past, when I wanted something, this happened. All of that, you can have that argument if you want to, but all of that, it's not necessary, right? And when you can experiment with yourself and give yourself time and allow yourself to do different techniques without any expectations, just with the intention that it's making you feel better, just with the intention that it's bringing you a little bit closer to your goal, right? Then you allow yourself to fall into the state, right? The state of belief, the state of having faith, the state of knowing that it starts with you and it ends with you. And everything is just a projection of you. Why? Because how you perceive things 
defines how you react to them, how you perceive them, okay? Defines how you feel about them. And how you perceive something defines it as being true or not inside of your mind. So you are actually projecting your reality, your 3D around you. So you're controlling it. You have the ability to control it and you have the ability to think however you want about it, right? And even if you can't get there to the point where you think you can control your reality, you can control your reaction to it. And you start practicing that control. When you start controlling how you react to things, you'll start seeing things shift and it'll get easier and easier for you to fall into the state, for you to have faith, right? For you to start believing in yourself, okay? And in your power, the power that you have, that magical kind of ability you have to believe in yourself no matter what. Now, what does this have to do with specific people? I'm bringing it back around to our original topic, okay? Um, the, what it has to do with specific people is that it's all the same thing. Specific people feel differently because we have such high expectations of them and because we want them so much. You know, if that's the only thing that you want, similar to how if you feel like, oh, I just need $10,000 and my life will be completely better. It's the same thing with specific people. You've placed this very high threshold of happiness on something that's outside of you. And now you're chasing after it. And that probably feels terrible if you feel like you can't have something that you deserve and you can't have something that you want. Um, but I'm here to tell you that it is exactly the same. It's not harder. It's not easier. It's a cup of coffee, nothing else, nothing more. And that's certainly a technique that you can use. You can keep reminding yourself that a specific person is the same thing as a cup of coffee. You're able to get a cup of coffee. You're able to manifest a rainbow. You're able to see butterflies. Then getting a specific person is the same thing. You're still in charge, okay? And if it feels harder, work on why it feels harder. Work on understanding yourself. Don't fight yourself on it understand yourself, relax into yourself, be easy with yourself, okay? That's going to bring you closer to your specific person it, more than anything else, more than affirming over yourself, more than trying to beat yourself up. Some of you guys were curious about my own journey, and I'll, I'll get into it a little bit more in the um, sort of the part three of specific people, so to speak, but um in part two, I'll kind of explain it a little bit. The sort of the Cliff's Notes version of it, um, the the mini version, so to speak. When I was manifesting my specific person, I was sort of discovering manifestation at the same time. I was actually manifesting um, two specific people in a way. I didn't realize it at the time, but you know, I was working with a business partner. And I was trying to get, I was working on trying to um, manifest a different relationship with a partner. I wanted to talk about manifesting. I wanted conscious creation to be a part of the brand, to be a part of the company. And this was something that they weren't for. They wanted to do a different type of life coaching. They wanted to go a different direction. And I put a high expectation on myself to try to get this person to agree 
with um, the more spiritual aspect of things to kind of allow that to be brought in a little bit. So I was working on that. The next thing is I was working on a specific person more in the traditional sense, okay? And that also, I also placed a very high expectation on that because I was learning about manifesting, but at the same time, I felt like I should be better at it because I had been practicing and I felt like I don't understand why I can't get it. So I had three expectations, very, very high expectations, and that worked against me, right? First thing was, I should be good at manifesting. I've been practicing. I can get other things. It's supposed to be the same. Why can't I get it? So I was putting my identity as a manifester, my belief in myself as a conscious manifester on the line. And the second thing was, you know, I was manifesting uh, different beliefs of what the business could do, what the business could be. So that was an also high expectation. Then, of course, you know, in the traditional sense, I was manifesting um, what I thought would have been a better relationship on the line as well. So you have, I had three things going, three very high expectations. And every day for months, you know, I did all the techniques. I really gave them time to marinate or so I thought. And then it wouldn't happen. I would be crestfallen. So I'd wake up in the morning, have these high expectations looming over me, and then my hopes would dash by the end of the day. And I did this for months, okay? Until I got to the point where I just could not allow myself to go there anymore. But I also didn't want to become completely apathetic. I truly believed that manifesting worked. I truly believed that I could consciously manifest. I had manifested other things. So I knew it was real, and yet every day I would have this panicked moment at the end of the day when I would be looking around at my reality, and it wouldn't line up with what I was manifesting. So when I say I understand you guys who are listening, who are uh, watching the YouTube videos, reading the blog, okay, when I say I understand you guys, I really mean that. I know what that feels like, and I know how devastating it can feel when you feel like you are giving everything to something and you're not getting anything back, when you feel like maybe you're just making up all of this stuff in your head, what if it's all coincidence, right? The, the things that you tell yourself because you're so scared to have faith and be disappointed, okay? And finally, in my case, after months, which I could have spared myself knowing what I know now and knowing what I'm trying to tell you guys, After months of this, I decided that I just couldn't do it anymore. I decided to start telling myself whenever the thoughts would pop into my head that I am doing everything to the best of my ability, that I believe in manifesting, that I choose to believe it, but I cannot continue to practice it every day. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to let it go. I believe that it will come back to me in some form, in some way, but I'm, I'm choosing to let it go in this moment. I'm not going to think about it anymore. I'm just going to let it go. I'm going to believe conscious manifesting is real, but these thoughts, these fears, this desire that I have that's plaguing me, I'm just going to let it go. And I had to do that. You guys don't have to do that. You certainly don't have to try to let go. But I had so much resistance built up to my manifestation, my SP manifestations anyway, 
because of the expectations that I had for what they would do for my life, that I wasn't letting them come in. So for me, I had complete manifestation burnout. And because I was so burned out, I had to divert my focus. And eventually, after a couple of weeks of doing that, I was able to start focusing on other things, diverting my focus. I was able to start having, I was able to start allowing myself pockets of time, a couple of hours here and there where I wouldn't think about it, a day, you know, where I wouldn't think about something. And slowly but surely after that, I could, I, every time the thought would drift into my head, I wouldn't freak out about it. I wouldn't get that gut-wrenching feeling of loss, of despair. I wouldn't have that moment where, you know, your, your stomach kind of clenches up, or in my case, my shoulder blades would clench up, you know. And yes, I'm not going to lie to you. In the beginning of that, of this process, I did feel like, have I failed myself? Am I failing at this? But every time that thought would pop into my head, I would say, you know what? I'm just doing everything the best that I know how. I believe it works. I believe it works for me. But I'm just going to let go of these thoughts. And about a month into this, and about seven months, seven months total into this whole journey, I was uh, in a different town. I was getting lunch with somebody else. Okay. And all of a sudden, I didn't even suggest it. This person didn't even suggest it. We're walking past this ice cream shop. Okay. This is a different town, mind you. And I'm thinking to myself, I just really want some chocolate ice cream. It was a gelato place. I just want gelato. I don't even usually eat gelato. It's not something that I, I crave. I don't, I don't know. There's just something about it. I decided to go in. I asked the person who was with me. We had just finished lunch. Do you want to get some gelato? They agreed. Um, they also, it was funny because they commented, oh, I don't usually eat gelato, but, you know, it's a nice day outside. Let's get some. So we walk in, you know, get our ice cream, and we're sitting down waiting for our order when who walks through the door, okay? SP. Walk through the door, sees me, makes a beeline for me, okay? And has a conversation with me. Just as I had wanted for six months previously, and I, well, seven months, six months previously where I had been actively manifesting and a month into letting it go. Okay, so seven months later. And when I tell you that in that moment, I knew that manifestation was real. I knew conscious manifesting worked. I knew this. Okay. I knew it. And I'm telling you this because even after that, sometimes still, okay, even after that time, even after other things have manifested, I still sometimes like every normal human being, have moments of doubt. And I'm letting you know that because I think sometimes a lot of my clients and a lot of my listeners think having any doubt means you're not going to get your manifestation. And that's just not true. You can have lots of doubt and still get your manifestation. The point is not to stop having doubt or to stop forcing yourself rather not to have doubt. It's being able to move through the doubt. It's being able to take the stress that you're feeling and move through it, being able to channel it into something else, being able to choose to stay believing, to stay having faith, 
okay? And I'm someone that got through manifestation and I still had a moment of panic the other day about something else, okay? About a different manifestation. So if you guys are out there and you're doing an SP manifestation and you're really worried, I'm here to tell you that it's okay. Time is not an issue. Distance is not an issue, okay? I was in a different town and it had been months, okay? What I'm here to tell you is that you can do it. You can have everything you want. You can be what you want. You are stardust, okay? It's a miracle that you're here, that you're listening to this podcast episode. And manifesting a specific person really is not difficult. It really is exactly like getting a free cup of coffee or seeing a rainbow or seeing some butterflies. The only difference is your level of resistance. So if you can drop it down using whatever technique feels good to you, okay, then use whatever technique you need to. Just don't forget that the technique isn't manifesting, you are, okay? And when you begin to manifest and you've got all that resistance building up, move through your stress, move through the resistance, okay? Choose to stay in your assumption. Choose to stay, okay, in your faith, okay? And understand that your heart, your body, your brain, they're all just trying to protect you, okay? They're only doing what they're supposed to do. They don't know any better. They're worried about you. And it's not facts that they're spitting into your brain, okay, into your ears, okay? What they're spitting at you is past experience, okay? Because they think giving you all the information, all that past experience, they think that that's helping you. They think you're going to make a better decision if you consider all of these things. But you know that you're beyond your past experience. You are past the past, okay? You're past it. You're on a new wave. You're in your assumption. And you are going to ride or die with that because you believe, as I know that many of you do, that you can control your reality and you can control your response to these emotions and thoughts. And you know that all you have to do, okay, is get into your assumption and that's it. And when you are in your assumption and things, circumstances that are flying past you, that are popping up, and you find yourself calm and able to move through the stress, okay, that's when you know you're in the state. That's when you know you're really, really in your faith. And that's the sweet spot, right? Or as Neville Goddard would call it, that's the Sabbath day. Okay, so I got, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode or part two of, um, manifesting an SP. Uh, if you have any questions, like I said, feel free to check out my website, www.createbrevity.com. The link is going to be in the description. And uh, like I said, uh, check out the new TikTok because it is live and check out the YouTube videos as well. So thank you so much, guys. Love and light. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening.